All right, O'Shea, and we are back with another kind of mini podcast episode. Um, and again, it's just kind of like a random topic that has come up in conversation with clients or something that we've thought about just in the random of the day or in the process of the day. And we thought people would benefit from hearing it. So I'm going to let you take lead on this one. And I think we were talking about how do you know when you are ready to perform a certain movement? So like what are the prerequisites to perform a, B, C, and D. So I'll, I'll kind of let you take lead on this one, and then I'll jump well, in. Well, I mean, so I think first and foremost is understand, like, doing the functional movement screen, the FMS. Mm-hmm. I think once you kind of have an idea with that, and it's like, all right, I know where to start a climb. Right. Uh, um, yeah, and for, for anyone who's not familiar with the FMS, it's basically just a really simple movement screen that involves you performing, I think it's seven movements, seven just movements, real basic yeah. thing, like an overhead squat, um, I, I'm going to simplify, but essentially a lunge, a push up, um, a leg raise, just real fundamental things that people should be able to do if they are injury free and have, you know, basically adequate mobility and stability throughout the body. Sorry, didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. Yep. I also like to add an extra one in there Yeah. because like, I think it's real basic, but I also like to add a toe touch. Okay. Yeah. Cause, uh, my purpose of adding like a toe touch is deadlifting i think you should be able to touch your toes or you need to modify that deadlift because you won't be able to get in that setup yeah definitely so this that's why like i think movement screen in itself is actually like really beneficial yeah absolutely like whenever we perform the movement screen with new clients when they come in here like i'm always trying to explain them or and like relate them to what they're about to be doing so like for you know kind of like the toe touch we'll use that an example i'm like listen a deadlift is essentially a toe touch, but you're picking up a lot of weight. So I'm like, if you can't even touch your toes and then you expect to go do a deadlift and load that pattern, like you're just putting basically dysfunction on top of, you know, limited mobility or stability. And that's how you create a perfect recipe for disaster. Maybe not disaster, but potential injury or just ineffective training or whatnot. Um, so let's talk about a couple of these movements. So let's start with a squat. So what are the prerequisites that someone should be able to do before they're jumping in to perform a heavy squat? Like what are the things that you're looking for? Uh, all right, so for anyone that doesn't know, the FMS is graded uh, four, zero, one, two, three. Uh, zero means you're in pain, so you probably should get yourself checked out. Mm-hmm. One means that your squat is complete shit. <laughs> two means that you're somewhat ready to squat. Three means you have the perfect squat. Yeah. And anyone that's ever done the screen, you will tell you a three is very hard to achieve. Yeah, yeah. It's like almost impossible. Like it's, yeah, the, the way I was taught, um, they said threes are like porn because you'll know when you see it. Like yep. you'll never have to question, oh, like is that a, no, that's, that's a three for sure. Um, yeah, so like a, a majority of that I, a majority of the people that I screen score twos on yeah. a lot of things so they can i think two is like pretty much where you want if you're hitting a two then it's like all right this is where we want to start right a two is basically yes i perform this movement with some compensation so like for the squat so maybe they didn't get down the depth or maybe their torso you know dipped too far forward or maybe their knees caved in or something you know something along those lines but they still performed a squat that did not look like a complete dumpster fire for right. the most part um, so real quick, let's run through what you were looking for when you assess a squat. So one, they get a two. Uh, once they get a two, then it's like, all right, I said staple movement, you start with goblet squat. Right. Then I think you kind of have an understanding. I think when someone hits 
like in terms of going up with weight or going up to a different variation of squat, is if they can, say if you program three sets of say 10, they should be able to get three sets of perfect 10 without you seeing anything really funky going on. Yeah. You'd be like, all right, I think they're ready to move on. Right. I think that that's a good indication. Yeah, and I've, a lot of times what I'm looking for when I'm, you know, performing um, an assessment on someone like uh, to oversimplify things i'm looking for when they squat down does their torso angle match their shin angle do their feet stay flat can they hit some sort of like pretty solid depth and if you're doing all of those things and it looks pretty good with maybe a minor red flag here or there like we're good to go but kind of like oshane said we're going to start you off at a place that's kind of like appropriate for where you're at you might not do a heavy you know barbell back squat but maybe we start off with like a double kettlebell front squat or something whatever i'm just coming up with examples off the top of my head um another one that i find i'm you know constantly finding is a huge red flag for a lot of people is shoulder mobility um so walk us through kind of how you're assessing shoulder mobility and then what steps you take once you kind of assess uh so shoulder mobility it's like the whole purpose is how well you can press overhead uh, so with that, if you can get a two, then you obviously can. If you can't get a two, that's why we do, I mean, you can regress it to like a somewhat of an incline bench press mm-hmm. or like a landmine press, something that's a little bit, you still get in some right. pressing overhead, but you know, you kind of limit that range. And right. So you're not you do going st- directly right. above your head. And then you're also doing stuff in the background that's going to help you get a better overhead movements so over time you can be able to get to that movement because yeah. the goal is like people don't i mean you know like if i go in a gym and i start talking to people it's astonishing the amount of people that has like shoulder some form of shoulder pain you're like this is insane like yeah definitely. this shouldn't be a thing like right and it's so like that's kind of like how our approach in terms of like safe safety first and understand like all right where am i going to start and where i need to get you yeah, definitely. And then just for anyone wondering who is not familiar with the FMS, the shoulder, the screen that basically we perform on all of our clients is you put your hands out to the side, make a fist, and then going behind your back, basically, you go one hand um, behind your back, one hand over your head, and you try to basically touch your two fists behind your back. And then depending on that length, that would give us an indication of, okay, maybe this person should not press overhead starting off because they lack the range of motion or the stability or whatever it is um, in order to perform this movement um, safely. Um, I feel like those, I mean, and of course there's kind of like the toe touch or the leg raise too, like that's another big one. Um, but I feel like those two are kind of like the more major ones, unless you have one on the, that you're thinking of that we didn't talk about. Uh, an- well, another one I kind of use, I know we do like the inline lunge. I like to do like more of a modified lunge in a sense, because yeah. that will kind of give me a stability of should they be doing reverse lunge or like stuff like that i think that kind of gives me a great understanding in terms of like all right how stable is this person right yeah uh for someone who doesn't understand like what i'm talking about is like say if i would have them start off on the floor like this hold and if you're able to hold your body and stand up that tells me that you probably can perform a lunge right or a bulgarian split squat so it just kind of gives you an idea of like all right where do I need to start this person? And for everyone not watching this on video, O'Shane just did a split squat, basically. <laughs> so uh, for everyone out there listening in their cars right now. Um, yeah, but I think basically just to keep this kind of short for a, a, another one of our micro episodes, I think the take home point is you should have some form of 
assessment process, even if it's for yourself to know, should I be doing these things or are these particular movements going to put me in harm's way? So like, I think everyone should probably do a self, you know, self overhead squat, um, some type of shoulder mobility, um, assessment, and then maybe some type of like single leg, something or another. Um, and, and, you know, and if you're not familiar with these things, reach out to someone who is, uh, I mean, like I'm sure every coach and fitness professional out there would be thrilled if someone reached out and said, Hey, can you help assess me do this, 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 because it would help form relationship. You never know. Business is created. Blah. blah it goes from there. Um, but Hussein, any closing thoughts? Yeah. I mean, I think another big one as a closing thought is people don't realize like, all right, say if I even do this at the start is am I reassessing myself down the line to see like if I'm actually getting better at these patterns? Right. Yeah. Cause that's big too. Cause like if someone scores a one or a zero, obviously you want to assess down the road. Are things getting better? Is my range of motion improving? Um, do I have better stability? Because you know, those movements that, you know, we're assessing are, fundamental movement patterns like everyone should be able to perform these maybe not perfectly but in some capacity where it looks good because like if you can't perform these things your quality of life is gonna suffer big time Agreed. um but yeah uh, so i see cars pulling up so before people uh jump in here and ruin our audio quality we'll uh we'll cap it here and then uh back again for another one of these mini episodes of uh nuggets of wisdom that o'shane and i have so see you guys next time